Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Canine PT Academy Podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapists. Um, today, we're going to be talking about time management versus choice management, okay? And this was a topic that I just discussed just this weekend over uh, a retreat that I had for my uh, incubator students. So the incubator program is a program that I started in January of 20, uh, what was it now, 2021, Okay, so it's going to be almost two years now that that we started this program because I've realized that there was a need for the students that I had been working on, some of them for a while already, for a couple of years at that point already, for just some continued guidance and mentorship. And that's what the incubator is. So it's a program where the commitment for people to be on it, it's like a six month commitment. But then you can renew basically every six months to stay with it. And along with it, we have group calls, we have individual calls, and we have three times a year this retreats. And the exciting thing about it is that this was the first in-person retreat that we were able to get back into doing, which is very, very exciting for two reasons. One, it's just cool to get back to doing this back in person again. Uh, We had to do over Zoom for uh, the last year or so, both for reasons of COVID, but also for personal reasons as well, from uh, uh, my wife and I having uh, a newborn at home and that kind of stuff. Uh, We were being extra careful, you know, exposing ourselves with COVID and whatnot. And the other reason why this is so exciting too is because, uh, as I alluded to you guys um, before in one of our calls, is that the expansion of our clinic, the KNIPT here in Chicago, is done. And one of the things that was very cool is that we actually now have um, a dedicated space, a workspace that it can turn into a workshop space. And it's that's exactly what we did. So I was able to host this folks, this veterinarians, this physical therapist in our clinic, which was just very exciting because they were able to see and also visualize what is that they can accomplish as well, but just being present at the clinic. And like I said, some of them have known me, have worked with me for three, four years now. So they were with me even when I was um, mobile. And now they've been able to see this growth, which hopefully it helps them see as well what can be accomplished you know with 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 what i'm trying to teach them okay so i'm definitely going to be sharing more about that as we go along there were definitely a lot of lessons a lot of amazing takeaways from that weekend but i one of the sessions one of well just a small part of one of the sessions i talked about time versus choice management and One of the biggest struggles I have had since Susie, our daughter, was born, which she just turned one earlier this month, um, has been on time management. And I think prior to her being born, I was fairly decent at it, but I wasn't great. I thought, and I thought I was good at it, but I've realized that now that I wasn't that good at it because I was basically able to compensate for some of it because I was, I just have more time in the day. I was able to push forward just because I had more available time in the evenings. I had more available time on the weekends to just sometimes grind it out and get things done. And 
for any of you listening to this call who have had an infant at home, of course, that was no longer the case. And I just had to become more, much more direct and much more purposeful with my time and how I was using my time, which has led to me reflecting back on something I have read about before, the topic of time management versus choice management. Choice management. So the first thing is that we got to stop saying to ourselves that I don't have the time to. We either shouldn't want to do something or we should choose not to do something. But we can certainly make the time for something that we deem is important. So it's not about not having the time. It's about whether realizing that we want to do it and it is important doing it or just eventually saying no and realizing, no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. And that's what I mean by choice management is that we all have 24 hours in a day which makes time basically the greatest equalizer between any of us. Between me, between you, and even between Francisco today and Francisco from two years ago. Because he had 24 hours in a day too. But he didn't need to be as intentional with how to use his time because he didn't have an infant at home. So I was able to overcome some of that by just grinding it out in the evenings and grind it out over the weekends and and whatever it may be. So what can we do then to help with that? What can we do to help with time and choice management? So the first thing we got to do is just get extreme clear with your goals and your priorities. And we got to stop wasting time on things that just don't necessarily move you forward. Stop doing things for the sake of just feeling that you're busy and that you're getting things checked off off your checklist. And we got to every week look at your goals and your to-do list and prioritize the two to three things that if accomplished are going to help you move forward. The second thing we got to do is expand the box around you and move around the box rather than just setting hard boundaries. And, and, and the mistake that I have seen with hard boundaries, including seen with myself too, is that we're never going to be able to 100% abide by those boundaries. Stuff's going to happen. Life is going to get in the way. And if we set hard boundaries that we're telling ourselves that we don't want to cross, then we're going to feel like we have failed ourselves when eventually something happens and we have to step over those boundaries, right? So I cannot say to myself at this point in time, like, that I'm going to be done with work every day at 5 p.m. Now, what I can, what I do do this time is I am going to be done working on things at 5 p.m. because we got to go get our daughter a daycare. But there are certain days that once she goes to sleep, I'm going to put in another hour or so of work to get caught up with things. So it's not setting the hard boundary of I'm not going to work after 5 p.m., but it's putting this box that I'm going to finish work at 5 p.m., but if needed, there are going to be on occasions times where I'm going to have to come back to get some stuff done before the next day after she goes to sleep. So what we need to look then is this box rather than hard boundaries, and if needed it, 
we get to the edges of the box a little bit, but as much as possible, then we try to sway back to the middle. So hopefully that makes sense. And then the third thing we gotta do to help us with time and choice management is help define our non-negotiables. We gotta do work that energizes us. We gotta work with people that we enjoy working with. And I mean clients, I mean staff, I mean anyone who we surround ourselves with. Basically, the climb must be worth the view. The reward needs to be worth of your time and your energy that you're putting on it. And we got to understand that our work week and our schedule are 100% controlled by us. So we can't just say that we don't have the time to do it. It's either we want to do it or we don't want to do it. And always remember that winning is a habit, but so is losing. And how you do anything is going to be how you do everything, both in life and in business. So how do you know that you're productive? How can you become more productive in these circumstances? First, keep commitments to yourself. Right, so if you set a commitment that I'm going to do this by this date, then keep the commitment to yourself, not to anyone else, not to your family, not to your partner, not to anyone else but you. Keep the commitment to yourself. Make those commitments intentional. Make your actions intentional. Make your choices intentional. And also make measurable progress. Right? So stop just doing things off the checklist just because they are on your to-do list. Stop just checking those things off just because they are on your to-do list. Take the time Take the time at the beginning of the month, at the beginning of the week, at the beginning of the quarter to figure it out. What are the priorities for this week? What are the priorities for this month? And make a plan on how you're going to make intentional and measurable progress towards those goals. And then never walk away from setting a goal without immediately taking some form of small action, a small step towards achieving achieving that goal. Because that's going to basically fire up your brain. That's going to get your brain going, understanding that this is important to do. But if you set this vast goal of, oh, I am going to do this. I am going to see... 30 appointments a week as a mobile canine rehab therapist, for example, when right now maybe you're seeing five. Let's just take that example, okay? Then as you set that goal, then take a small action step on how you're going to achieve that goal. Otherwise, it just becomes a wish. You see the difference? 
a goal without a plan is just a wish. And finally, put yourself in an environment that is going to lead towards your success. Surround yourself by people that will challenge you and will challenge yourselves. Surround yourself by people that are going to help you be accountable with yourself. Read more. Watch more stuff that's going to help you. Not just the local news. Listen to productive contents daily. Right? There's, not, there's nothing wrong with listening sometimes to silly little things. Maybe a morning radio show or your favorite songs and stuff. But take the time, even if it's just for 10-15 minutes a day, to listen to something. Like you're doing with this podcast, for example. This is productive content to you. That you're learning. That you're growing. And as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, putting yourself around successful people, a successful circle of people that gets you, that understands this journey that you're on, that gives you the support that you need. It's probably one of the best things that you can do for yourself. But I just want to leave with one caveat for that. That just because you're maybe surrounding yourself by those people, you also have to take action too. It's not just going to happen by osmosis. It's not just going to happen. Success, success in your business is not just going to happen because you decided to pick up a book or you decided to listen to this podcast or whatever other podcast. Or, or even, even if you decide to sign up for a program with me or another business coach out there. That's great that you're taking those steps. But you got to take action on those things too. If you're going to read the book, then take action on the book. If you're going to listen to a podcast, take action on that. And definitely if you're going to sign up for a program or something that's going to help you in your business, definitely take action on how that's going to help you move forward. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheet, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.